Welcome to Your Career Podcast, the podcast that helps to ensure your career success. To start getting on track with your career, download my free career goals calendar from thecareersacademy.online. My goals calendar includes a smart goals template and a weekly tasks sheet that will ensure step-by-step you get closer to reaching your career goals. So download my goals calendar today at thecareersacademy.online. Now on with the show. This is Valerie Koo from the Australian Writers' Centre and you're listening to Jane Jackson Careers. Welcome to Jane Jackson Careers, a podcast that takes your career to the next level. Here's your host, Jane Jackson, author of Amazon Careers bestseller, Navigating Career Crossroads. Well, hello and welcome back to my careers podcast. Today, I'd like to go over some basic tips on resumes, because if you're looking for a job, you'll need a resume. Whether you're working with recruiters, making applications for advertised roles online, making a direct approach to companies that you're targeting or you're networking, you will need a resume. Perhaps you'll need a soft copy of your resume for emailed applications, a copy to attach to an internet application through a job search portal. But you'll also need a hard copy to produce when chatting over a coffee during a networking meeting or the content of your resume readily available to include in your LinkedIn profile so your online presence is working for you as well. Now ask yourself, is your resume up to date? Because if it isn't and someone says, hey, you know, there's this role I'd really like to consider you for. Can you just flick me over your resume? You won't have anything. So make sure it's up to date. Let's ask yourself some of these questions as well. Does your resume contain what's required to capture the attention of your desired audience? Is it easy to read, concise and impactful? Is your resume just a list of responsibilities or have you included relevant accomplishments to demonstrate the tangible value that you've added to your previous positions? Have you included information that might create a bias, such as your birth date, your marital status, the number of children, your religion or state of health? Remember, equal opportunity employment, you don't need to include those in your application. Now, you might be amazed to know that I still see original resumes from my clients that include information that does nothing to highlight their suitability for a specific role, but may even hinder their chances of being selected for a screening interview. So here are a few suggestions to point you in the right direction. First of all, choose a fuss-free layout. Ensure your name and contact details, your mobile phone and email address, obviously, are at the top. And also, what would be good to include is a link to your LinkedIn profile. You can add the URL of your LinkedIn profile there because if someone's screening your resume and they've got a soft copy, they could just click through, have a look at your LinkedIn profile. And one of the good things about your LinkedIn profile is that hopefully you will have some recommendations from previous managers or people with clout who know you in a professional capacity. It's almost like an instant reference check. It's quite, quite simple. Now, also in your resume, you need to include a career summary or a professional profile that highlights your relevant experience, your core competencies and your technical skills. 
This should capture the attention of the reader instantly and place you in the yes or maybe rather than the no pile for your target role. Now, what else do you need in the resume? You need to include your professional experience, the company names, your job titles, and the dates that you held each of those roles, the scope of your roles, and the all-important bullet points with your accomplishments documented as impactfully as possible. Then we need your academic qualifications, your professional development courses, professional memberships and affiliations, and they all need to have their own section in the resume as well. You don't really need to include referee details unless you're asked for them. Now, so many people ask me, oh, how long should the resume be? And honestly, I've seen resumes that are 15 pages long. That is far too long. And it, it, it's not a curriculum vitae, which a curriculum vitae actually is can have many, many pages to it. But usually that's used in academic circles or scientific circles, maybe for an R&D role, research and development role, um, or if you're applying for a role in an academic capacity when they want to know every paper you've ever written, every patent that you've patented, and absolutely every course and talk that you've ever presented. But in a resume, you don't need to have so much. What you want is to keep it to about two to three pages if possible. No one wants to read a long rambling dissertation on your entire work or life history because it might not be relevant. A resume needs to be a synopsis of your career highlights that are relevant to the reader. Let's make sure it's easy to read as well. There's no point squeezing a lengthy tome onto two pages and eight point font with very narrow margins because it's just going to be a whole lot of text, not very nice to read. You need enough white space. So no one's going to read a resume that's all in eight point font, especially people like me who have to get out their reading glasses for anything smaller than a 10 point font. So 10 to 12 point font is quite user friendly. Ensure that you have decent margin widths and enough white space that will make the resume more attractive and easier to read. Now, remember that screeners look for good reasons not to read a resume, especially if they've got hundreds of applicants. So make everything as easy as possible for the screener. Now, of course, you must, I highlight must, tailor your resume to suit each and every application that you make, highlighting what is most relevant to the potential employer. Now, remember this, proofread, proofread, proofread. Get someone else to proofread it too. Sometimes you can work so hard on your resume that you don't even notice the little mistakes anymore. And if there's a typographical error in your resume or you spelt something incorrectly, what does that tell the reader? That you don't pay attention to detail. The resume is important. It's a foot in the door on your way to your dream job. It's not going to get you a job. It's going to get your foot in the door. And then when you interview, that's when you're going to be impressing um, the interviewers. But remember also that your LinkedIn presence is important as well. Because and after that, you need to project your professional image, brush up on your interview technique and also your negotiation skills. I discuss all of this in my other podcasts. So do have a look for the episodes that are relevant with regard to the job search for the stage that you're at right now. Now, if you can't find what you'd like to listen to, send me a message on Twitter. My handle is at Jane Career Coach on Twitter. You can find me there and let me know what topics you'd like to cover. 
And remember, if you need professional assistance to produce your resume, go to my website, janejacksoncareers.com. There's plenty of information about resumes and other tips about job search that you'll find really useful. So I hope these few basic resume tips are helpful for you to get you started on your way. And remember, until next time, believe in yourself and create magic. Bye. You've been listening to Jane Jackson Careers. Sign up to receive regular career advice at janejacksoncoach.com. If you enjoyed this episode of Your Career Podcast, I invite you to check out my career success program at thecareersacademy.online. The Career Success Program is the original program that uniquely provides 24-7 on-demand career support and fortnightly live career coaching sessions to keep you on track to reach your career goals. It is the essential resource for anyone who wants to manage their career effectively, make a career change and land the job they'll love. Whether you're in exploration mode or seeking a new career direction and need help to make it a reality, the Career Success Program is for you. Not only do you get access to my step-by-step roadmap to navigate your career crossroads, my extensive training library and exclusive members-only discounts and tools, you'll also become part of my supportive community of professionals who will help you with feedback, encouragement and advice. All this and more makes the Career Success Program the number one place to be for anyone looking to start, manage and grow their career. Check it out and join me at thecareersacademy.online.